Welcome, welcome, welcome to Are You Determined to Grow? This is your host, Prophetess Denise Kelly. Thank you for coming. We appreciate it. We know that everyone is experiencing different things today. And so we're just going to take a little bit of time to talk about God's goodness, and then we're going to move on. We have been lately talking about the promises of God, and this is the third week that we're going to be talking about the promises. And the third promise of God is life and live. And we're going to be coming out of Genesis again. Um, and uh, I'll give you the scriptures after. Minister Kelly, praise us in. Amen. Amen. Oh, gracious day and Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for this time of fellowship. God, thank you, Lord, for all your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. And Lord, Father God, we pray for all those, Father God, Lord, that are going through, Father God, during this time of season. We pray, for Father God, for all those families and, and those that are elderly, Father God, those that are dealing with uh, having to uh, suffer through this cold without any electricity. God, we lift them up before you, God. And we ask, God, that, Lord, you protect them and that you guide them. And, Father God, we pray, Father God, Lord, that you uh, expedite the process of, of the electricity, Father God, because it's vital to uh, our needs, especially during times like these when the temperatures are in the 20s and minus and negatives and everything. We give you praise and we give you honor. And, Lord, we know, God, you to be a God of protection. We know you, God, to be a, a God of providing. And, Lord, we just ask, God, that you move up on these things. And, Father God, we ask, Lord, you touch the host, Father God, of this Sunday school lesson. And we ask, God, that you speak through her. And, Lord, we all be able to receive what thus says the Lord. And all these things we give praise and honor in your blessed son name, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. I am excited about what God is getting ready to do today. So I'm going to give out the scriptures. I'm going to have Caleb to get Genesis 6 and 3. That'll be the first thing we start with. Uh, we're going to have the Montgomery's to um, get Genesis 21 and 22. Y'all can split them if you like. And Minister Kelly, we're going to have you do, uh, we're going to start with um Genesis 9, and the verses are going to be 1, 8 through 17, but we're not reading all of them. I just, those are the verses we're going to be talking about. We're just going to read a couple of those verses. So start with Genesis 9, start with verse 1, and then we're going to read 8 and a couple of others. Um, but <clears throat> like I said, this is the third promise of God, and God promises life. And so he promises that we'll live on this earth, you know, uh, so we automatically, of course, we want that eternal life when we go to heaven, but we also got to live down here. Amen. And God promised that he would do that for us. And so we're going to talk just a little bit about that. But the first thing I wanted to ask, what is, I don't know if I did this in the last two ones, but I wanted to do it this time. What is a promise? When you think about a promise, what in your own words, what is a promise? Go ahead, boy. Something that you guarantee will happen or will not happen. Amen. 
Amen. So a promise, he said it perfectly. A promise is a declaration or assurance that one uh, will do a particular thing or that a particular thing will happen. I mean, it's just that simple. And so we know. So my next question is, have you ever made a promise? Has anybody yeah. ever made a promise? Yeah. Make them all the time. Amen. So what's, what's the percentage that we make a promise and keep it? 50. 50. Anybody else? No, I'm finna say 52. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe 40%. I'm all in there with y'all because we know that when God makes a promise to us, he keeps it. Whatever he's told us he's going to do, he's going to do it. Um, however, he told us it was going to happen. You know, that's the reason why uh, Jonah, not, yeah, that's the reason why Jonah ran because he knew <laughs> if he told it, did what God had told him to do, that God would ha have mercy on the people. And he didn't want that. He wanted them to be destroyed. So let's go ahead and read uh, Genesis 6 and 3. And we're talking about the third promise of God, which is life. Then the Lord said, my spirit will not contend with man forever, for he is mortal. His days will be, his days will, hold up. His days will be a hundred and twenty years. Amen, amen. So automatically when you're looking at that, okay, you think to yourself, okay. Uh, he says in, in the, in the uh, King James Version, he said he will always strive with man because man is flesh. In other words, man is mortal. Man will, you know, eventually die, which... Also kind of contra, it seems to me, it seemed like a small contradiction to the one where God said that he would never leave us nor forsake us. He would never leave us alone. He was always going to be with us. And so if you think about that in the natural, or if you think about that in the spiritual, God is, you know, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. So we have to think about that. Even though he's saying that man, he won't strive, his spirit won't strive with men always. He's talking about in the flesh he is not talking he is always with us and we know this to be a fact amen and amen. so as we begin to talk about god not striving with us let's get genesis 8 21 and 22 on board so we can really dig into these scriptures talking about life the promise of god is life this is promise the read such as and Noah built an ark unto the Lord, and look, took every clean beast, and of every clean fowl, and offered burnt offering on the altar. 21. And the Lord smells a sweet savior, and the Lord said to it in his heart, I will not always, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite anymore everything living as I have done. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest and cold and the heat, 
and the summer and the winter, and day and night shall not cease. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to uh, talk about this for a little bit, and I'm going to ask some, some questions. So the first thing that sticks out to me is the one that said, the earth, while the earth remains. So when you think about something, when it says, while something remains in existence, uh, while things are happening right now, it gives you the idea that at some point, the earth will not remain. And so he said that while the earth remains, while the earth is being occupied, while the earth is, while we're doing the things that we're doing on the earth right now, while uh, mankind is, is utilizing the earth, while the earth remains, while the earth remains, he said the earth won't always be here, but God will. God always will be with us. So another part of knowing about the third promise of God is life that he will always be with us. Even if everything is destroyed and taken away and moved, God will be there. And so the next part that stuck out to me, and then I'm going to open it up. The next part that stuck out to me is seed time and harvest. Now, I'm not a farmer. So let me start there. I am not a farmer, but I do plant. And I do receive the harvest. And you do too. So when he said seed time, both natural and spiritual, there's a time that we have to plant things. Like today, we're both talking, we're all sitting around talking about the Lord. We're planting. And then he says, and then there's a time to receive the harvest or receive the blessings of God from your uh from what from your labor. And yeah. guess what? Harvest time, they be working. Lately, we have been kind of watching uh, Queen Sugar, and they do that sugar cane. And when it comes time to them start plucking up that stuff, everybody got to come on, come on board, and get to work. So harvest, not only is it a blessing. But guess what else it is? It is a blessing, but it's also work. So while we're on the earth, not only do we receive the blessings of God, but we and we do plant things in other people's lives and receive uh, the things that are being planted in our lives, but we also got to do some work. So any comments about that part so far? No. So we live in life, amen, and we live in large and in charge. So then he says heat and cold, and we can experience, hey, we, we experiencing that, ain't we? I said yeah. the day I woke up and it was a minus three, I said, oh my God. But that wasn't nothing compared to when I lived in Virginia and I walked outside, I went to work and when I came outside, I couldn't find my car. I had to walk home because it was covered in snow. So I guess we should be thankful it's only to the hubcap today. So when I think about cold, I think about the things that happen in my life. Or sometimes when I have that, that the bad thoughts, you know, the things that won't prosper me in that day. Cold. And when I think about heat, I think about fire from above, fire that's kindled by the word of God. 
And of course, we do the natural. We show thanking God for the heat right now. Amen. We're not outside in the cold, freezing to death or anything. We still are able to function in God's uh, in 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 this life. Then he talked about winter and summer, and so winter is the seasons of our lives where things, in general, have to die. And the season of our lives where things spring to life, our dreams, our businesses, our love. And, and other people in our lives, those are the summers of our lives. When things heat up or, or things spring into our lives. Then we have day and night. Day, Bible says, work while it's day. Because at nighttime ain't no man work, is what the scripture says. So daytime is when we work and nighttime is when we rest from our labor that we have worked. And then he said, while the earth remains, all of these things will go on. Life will continue just as God has said, and they shall not cease. So our question, before we move into uh, chapter nine, what do you consider to have been the night season or any, any of the seasons that I discussed in your life? What would you think? Any of the seasons, not just the night season, but the winter, the summer, the day, the night, any of those things that we talked about. What do you think about what season of life? What do I think about what season of life? Mm -hmm. What do you consider to be your season that you have gone through in life out of the seasons that we have talked about? I don't know. Probably everyone. <laughs> Every one of them. Okay. All right. Seems like, seems like that would be the case. I agree. <laughs> Mr. Kelly, you had something? Uh, I was just going to say, like Vanessa said, all the seasons, we, we're going to experience all those seasons in life. Mm. You know, we're going to have those winter times where things slow down for us and 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 things are not moving as prospering as, as as we once as as we knew in the uh uh summer and and the spring and, and then we're gonna have those fall seasons where it's preparing us for the winter uh where we start to see the temperatures starting to cool down uh and and things of like that it's gonna be for moments in our life where uh we're not necessarily going into our uh winter moment but we we are in our fall season. You know, things are, are, are falling off. Things are straightening from us. Think we're, we're losing things. And then we have those uh, spring seasons where harvest is great. I mean, jobs are plentiful. Uh, like every, every time you turn around, uh, there's a check coming here, or a check coming there. Uh, blessings are just flowing, you know. And then you're going to have those uh, uh, those summer seasons where, where it's so hot. We seem like it's too hot to do anything. So all those seasons, all the seasons of life is going, if we haven't experienced them, we're going to experience them. It's like we're leaving out of one season, going into another season in life. And it doesn't necessarily mean that uh, just because it's wintertime, it could be wintertime in the natural, but it could be a spring season in our life. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. Any other comments before we go to chapter nine? 
No, ma'am. All right, Minister Kelly. We're gonna. I want you to read uh, chapter nine, and we're gonna. I, I just want you just to read verse one and verse eight, and then let me look at the. Let me look at that, and then I think there's one more verse I want. Okay, Genesis chapter nine, verse one, and the word reads, "And God blessed Noah and his sons, and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply." and replenish the earth. And then you said verse eight? Yes, sir. God spake unto Noah and to his sons with him saying. Go ahead and read nine. And I behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you. Okay, let me look at this other verse. So, read 10. And with every living creature that is with you, of the fowl, of the cattle, and of every beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark, to every beast of the earth. Okay, now can you skip down to... 13. And 13 reads, I do set my bow, my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. Amen. That's pretty much all I want to read out of that part, and we're just going to discuss it just for just a moment. So the first thing that God said after the flood, after he destroyed everything, and, and he cleansed the earth and he kept one particular family uh, and the animals to replenish the earth as he told them the first, blessed, be blessed. So he wanted them to be blessed. And so it looks like we've lost my sister, but that's, that's okay. We're going to continue on. Hopefully they can make it back in. And So he told them to be blessed. And then he told them to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Now, if that doesn't sound like life, I don't know what does. So if we are to believe that God has given us the promise, uh, the next promise is life, living on this earth, not just, not just eternal life. We have that too, thank God. As we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, uh, we have that eternal life as well, but to know that we are blessed. We're blessed in the city. We're blessed in the field. We're blessed every, when we come and when we go, we are blessed people. And God has told us to be fruitful spiritually as well as naturally and multiply and fill the earth. That's the covenant he made with us when he told us that he would give us life. And then he establishes a covenant. He gives us, a covenant of God to, to say that he would not destroy the earth again. And so he tells us, he, he gives us that unification, uh, symbolization of the rainbow, not only giving us a, a covenant with God and, and, and give, showing God's mercy, that he lets us know that in the rainbow, there is unity, there is life. 
This is our opportunity to come back together. Now, I know that they're used rainbow in different aspects, but it, it started out biblical. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I ain't going to get into the ins and outs of, of the rainbow thing. We're not doing that today. But as I began to look at the colors of the rainbow, so we're going to talk about that for just a moment, the colors of the rainbow. We're just going to talk about a few of them. We're not going to talk about all of them, but some of the colors of the rainbow like blue. Blue is a symbolization of leadership and spirituality and divinity. Blue skies, blue, royal blue. Yellow is, is a symbolization of thought and wisdom, orderliness and energy. Pink has to do with relationships. Isn't that interesting? It is not red like we think with Valentine's Day. Pink is relationships. White has to do with revelation and revelation knowledge. Green has several. Hallelujah. Look at God. Hallelujah. Green has to do with healing, fertility, growth, balance, health, and wealth. Green. Red has to do with wisdom, passion, energy, vitality. Purple has to do with mercy. We always think of purple as being a royal color. And I've said, I've always thought well, purple was a royal color, but actually purple says that I will have mercy on mankind. That I will show mercy to my fellow man. That I will show mercy to those around me. And then orange, of course, is a creative, playful color. A mixture of red and yellow, of course. And so as we begin to think about the covenant that God gave us, not even just in the rainbow, but the fact that he gave us life. And see, a lot of times we I have seen where people are so heavenly minded, there is no earthly good. They can't help nobody. They can't see past this. They can't do. But God said, the poor you have with you always. God wanted us to help the widow and the orphans and the homeless. And he gives us the avenues to do so. And those that are that are hungry. I can remember times when I was out there and, and I was hungry. And I thank God for, um, I thought it was seven or eight day old bread. But I used to thank God for that. You ain't got nothing, ain't that? And so there are people out there that are helping one another. And not saying it's too hard or they can't do it. They give of out of what they have. And that's really all God has required us to do. He doesn't require us to make these promises that we cannot keep. But what he's asked us to do is out of what I bless you with, be a blessing. Live. Live and show life to others. And show, be that example that you can draw others in. Amen. Seems like they got a little instability. We know that, and that's fine. So, what uh, are the takeaways that I want to leave with you guys? So, the promises of God will be fulfilled. 
God has and wants to give us life and prosperity. And he wants us to be blessed. But he doesn't want us just to be blessed for our own selves. He even told, oh, I can't get, I'm get ahead of myself if I talk about Abraham, but not just to be a blessed, but to also be a blessing. And so we know that God wants us to live. See, we have so much spent so many times of our lives that we are waiting to die. We're trying to get it all in and and different. God wants us to live and be prosperous and, and he wants us to uh, be blessed so that we can be a blessing. And so uh, just we're going to open it up. Anybody have anything? Uh, our promise of God is life and living it right now on the earth today. Uh, can I ask a question? Sure. It's for everybody too. So in the colors that you described, what color do you think you are? That's a good question. Anybody? Purple. What color, he said, you do you purple. think you are in the colors that we described of the rainbow? You purple. Purple. All right now. Hallelujah. <laughs> Anybody else? Purple. Royal. Oh, okay. No, it's not. Blue no, is wrong. It's not. It was mercy. Blue, blue is, is blue is leadership, spirituality, more more like royal. We've always thought purple was royalty, though. We really yeah. have. Anybody else? What was your color, Caleb? Since you asked the question. I think mine is orange. <laughs> I think you're right, sir. I give you that playful creativity. <laughs> Anybody else? Why why orange? Caleb, why orange? Because I like to draw and I like to play a lot. That's okay. I remember that. Vanessa, what color you think you are? I do not remember the colors. Do y'all want I me to go through the colors real quick? We still have time. Yeah, go ahead. I don't remember. Okay, so blue was leadership and spirituality and divinity. Yellow was thoughts and wisdom, orderliness. Pink was relationships. Mm -hmm. White was revelations and revelation knowledge. Green was healing, fertility, growth, balance, health, and wealth. Red is wisdom, energy, passion, and vitality. Purple was mercy. Orange was playful and creative. Um, I like red. You know, that's my favorite color. I know. It might be more along the lines of yellow, maybe. Thoughts and wisdom, okay. Maybe both. All right. Minister Kelly? Mm, I don't know. I, I, I kind of like blue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. I kind of like that royalty thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, amen. Amen to that. Yeah. I know, uh, Patrina, you didn't get a chance, but you did hear the colors. What color do you think you are? What'd you say, Denise? Patrina? 
You didn't get to hear the colors. What color do you think you are? And you're on mute if you're talking. I heard the colors that you just said. Yeah, that's it. So I'm not sure. You, you don't know? I don't know. Okay. All right. So the third promise of God is for us to live life to the fullest, to live for him, to be a blessing, to be blessed, to have health and wealth. That's the third promise of him. He gave us a covenant. He said that the war, he said that he would not strive with us in the natural. And I mean, like the, we know that we'll have eternal life. And that his promises, he keeps his promises. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. So we have to thank God for all the things that he's doing in our lives. And he said, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, hot and cold, winter, summer, day and night, they will not cease. And we talked about what those things meant. So I'm opening it up. Anybody have any comments or anything like that? The third promise of God is life, living it into the fullest today. It was fine, Jace. You had it up high and put that butter back in the refrigerator. No, I don't have anything. Anybody else? I'm glad you, you guys' lights came back on. <laughs> yes. I hope it get a full hour. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully an hour and a half. Hello? My lights never went off, but they turned the water off because people were having leaks. I didn't have no leak, and my lights never went off, but they turned the water off on the whole apartment complex since yesterday. So I'm not too happy right now. And Kroger's has no water, no meat, no juice, no milk, no bread, no nothing. Yeah, we keep hearing that. They, they, uh, Selling out on all kinds of stuff, which makes sense. It looks like a movie up in there. It looks, it's just crazy. Oh. There it is, somebody yeah. keeps saying. I said, this is the one time I really am thankful for my husband being such a hoarder because we haven't had to do nothing. The brother man had it all in there. All righty then. <laughs> we'll I, I, was say, I was like, we gonna be able to stay up in here for like a month. <laughs> we'll be up there by 12 o'clock tonight. <laughs> Baby said, we'll oh. be up there at midnight. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God. We, he, uh, boy, but I sure was thankful this time because, boy, we haven't had to do nothing. Oh, what are we going to have today? Oh, oh. So. You got yeah. water? Yes, we do. We have water. We have lights. I like to have not. Yeah, yeah, my power never went out. When you go up further to Mesquite and certain Jason hasn't been to school all week. Yeah, we've had Caleb always. Yeah, no virtual learning either. No virtual learning. Oh well, we learn. We online every day. So no, they they cancel virtual learning because a lot of people's power is out. Oh okay. Well, that might yeah, unfortunately, um, like I said, I had no problems. To other people in the apartments had leaks, so. They decided to turn the water off for everybody so they could fix these leaks of other people. And they did that last night. And I'm not too happy right now <laughs> about that. But I'm not complaining because we do have lights. Amen to God. Some people ain't got no lights. 
And people ain't got no lights, they ain't got no water and lights. So we have to be thankful for what the Lord bless us. Yeah. Houston, Amen. a lot of they got it real bad in Houston. Yeah, I've heard all over Texas, actually. <laughs> so any other anything else going on? Any other comments? We just mm -hmm. want to thank God for giving us this opportunity, giving us this platform uh, to be able each week to come with some type of uh, encouraging word of God. So, Minister Kelly, you smiling, Chester? Come on, Chester. I, I, I was just thinking to myself, if things get in the Lord, we got two dogs running out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all totally of you animal disgusting. lovers and uh, EPA people, nasty. do not contact me. <laughs> that is totally gross. I am eating. All right. Oh, that's nasty. Hey, hey. Okay. I ain't going to talk about the movies we have seen where people got stranded in the airplane. No, let's not. <laughs> I don't know about that. We're not going to talk about that, right? You know what I'm oh, But I just love you guys, and there is nothing you can do about it. I appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, yeah. You encourage me each time you come on, and every time you speak, you are an encouragement to me. So we're going to yeah. let the Montgomery's yeah. pray us out. We only have a few minutes left anyway. Uh, but I thank you guys. Make sure you uh, like and share this video. Okay. Like and share. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for the little light we got. We thank you for the food on the table. Yes. We thank you, Father, for health and strength. We thank you, Father, we hadn't got any bad news and uh, somebody at the hospital you need to go visit. Right. Father, we thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. We thank you for the sister that bought the word, oh, Father God. Yes. In the name of Jesus, oh, Father, we thank you. Give you all honor, praise, and glory. We pray for every listener here uh, this evening and, and family members represented in the name of Jesus. We just thank you. In, in, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, guys. Um, We'll be getting in contact with you guys soon. We just want, I'm glad everyone's okay. Uh, we've been kind of, you know, stuck in the house. And of course, I've been working. I've been out twice. I haven't been nowhere to the front porch and back. I drive 10 miles per hour, but people keep passing me. They actually are going 40. I can imagine. I can imagine. But we just thank God that you made it safely to and from your destination. And all of you are safe. That's what we appreciate. Thank God for that. Any other last comments? We still got about two minutes. I just wanted to say, I believe God is telling us something uh, with this COVID-19 uh, pressing us at the same time that Texas has seen one as cold as winter in a, a number of years. I believe God is trying to tell his people something. And so I'm going to encourage all the listeners today to keep their ears to the heart of God and listening to what God is trying to speak to them in these times, in these unusual times. Amen. 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 All right. God bless you all. Love you. We'll talk to you soon. Amen. Bye. Sorry I missed it. It's all right. It's on video.